Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. This is The Art of Awesome, episode number 176. Um, I think when you travel, you get to experience a bunch of different cultures and perspectives and lifestyles and everything, and um, you live more open-mindedly, maybe, is the best way to say that. Hit it! That's what I'm talking about! Wait! Okay, now, from the beginning. Hit it, boys. Welcome to The Art of Awesome. My name is Nick Troutman, and I'm a professional athlete, entrepreneur, family man, and adventure seeker. My goal is to share with you stories, knowledge, and inspiration as we continue on the journey together, searching for that secret sauce to producing awesome results in everyday life. Thanks for spending some time with me today, and let's get to it. Welcome back, everyone, to the Art of Awesome podcast. I am your host, Nick Troutman, and this is the show where we search for the secret sauce to success and the difference between the average and the awesome. Today, we've got another deep dive interview as I get to sit down with a great friend of mine, young Abby Holcomb, the current junior women's world champion, as we talk all about her journey from being a little intimidated in paddling into becoming the world champion that she is today, as well as the training that she's doing right now for the up-and-coming World Cup that is uh, less than two weeks away and the world championships where she'll be competing next year in the senior division. So very fun conversation and excited to share it with you guys. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Here is Abby Holcomb. Well, I am super excited to talk with the young Abby Holcomb as, um, yeah, I'm stoked because I think I actually, I mean, I don't know where you believe I I helped with your kayaking career or not, but I remember paddling with you when you were super young. Uh, You've had a a phenomenal year this year paddling. Uh, We were over in England together and you won the Junior Freestyle Kayak World Championships uh, in the Junior Women's Division over in England. Um, And yeah, that was awesome. So super proud of you. And I'd love to hear a little bit of your kind of backstory, how you got into paddling, And I want to hear a little bit as well as kind of like your journey from being a young paddler, like almost like a a kid into paddling into 
Um, obviously the fact that you're a, a, a world champion now, but where it kind of switched, because I remember when you were super young, you weren't that into paddling. You were like a little nervous or a little intimidated by it and, and kind of how that switch and transition happened. Um, but yeah, go ahead and kick it, kick it off for us, Abby, and tell us a little bit about how you got into paddling. Awesome. So I started kayaking at four. Um, my parents started a kids kayak club because um, they I didn't enjoy paddling. And so they figured if I had friends on the river, maybe I would like it a little bit more. And a part of their kids kayaking program, they had a sticker, like a merit badge program, like um, Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts. And that's when I like realized I'm really competitive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like to compete. And because there was competition, I was able to get over some of my fears of paddling because I wanted to get all the stickers first. Um, And so I started to get my roll and my wet exit and learning strokes and all of that. And then around that time, I think is when I met you and Emily. And um, you guys definitely kickstarted my paddling and um, showed me how much fun it is and helped me get over my fears. Um, There's one day on the Ottawa with Emily specifically where she got me, I think I got my first combat role with Emily Mm -hmm. um, when I was like seven or eight. How old were you when I paddled with you in Lions? You were like, I think a, like seven. Okay, you were in a, young, I, a small red fun one. Yeah, I found a journal that really? I wrote that summer, and it was like, oh my god, I went kayaking with Emily and Nick, and they made me do rolls. They're the worst, <laughs> but they're so cool. <laughs> I'll have to find it. I'll, yeah. yeah, I'll send a picture to you sometime. That's it's funny. pretty good. That's yeah. funny. Um, and so I got a combat roll, but I was scared to death of flipping over and I didn't flip over or do anything that would possibly flip me over for many years. And one day I think Emily pushed me into a push button on the Ottawa river with her paddle and mm-hmm. I got a combat roll. I think it was actually more like if you don't surf push button and you don't flip, you have to run all the rapids downstreams backwards <laughs> or I'll leave you. <laughs> sounds, sounds like yep. how Emily would exactly. push you. Yeah. 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 So I got, um, my first combat roll and after that everything changed and I loved the river. I love paddling. And then I got into freestyle because there's lower risk, and mm-hmm. I found that <laughs> more enjoyable. And um, my competitive side kicked in, and I started um, competing more and training freestyle more, and yeah, the rest is history. That's awesome. So how when you did got that first combat role, uh, how old were you then? It was actually during the Lions outdoor games. I think okay. I was seven. Seven. And then like my like first like when I actually started rolling consistently, I think I was eleven. Okay. And yeah. when when did you start competing? I think at seven, because it was seven. during the competition that I got oh. my first combat role. Oh, awesome. Yeah. In, the, in like the cadet, uh, the uh-huh. cadet class. At Lions. That's... And then I got my first loop at 12 during Reno Riverfest. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I've definitely loved watching your, your progression. How old are you now, by the way? 18. 18. Yeah. So this is your last year as a junior. Mm-hmm. Because um, we, we just finished uh, World Championships over in England. We're actually here in Columbus, Georgia for the World Cup uh, in, what is it, like, week and a half, two weeks away. Something like that. Um, very excited to see you compete here as, as well. Um, and it's just been awesome to see that kind of uh, progression from, you know, a young youth. I don't know if you want me to call you a kid or not, but you from from like the <laughs> seven-year-old version uh, to the 18-year-old version, man, it makes me think, um, makes me feel old if I've been <laughs> paddling with you for 11 years already and you're only 18. Anyway, um, <laughs> But, but I, I start to see that with, with my kids now because, like, so Tucker is nine, and he's starting to, like, he got um, his first combat roles this summer and stuff like that and started surfing around or whatever. And, and it's funny because I see him in a very similar state of the, like, seven- or, or nine-year-old Abby. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can roll 
I can run rapids. I'm not super confident and I'm not sure if I really love this, yeah. but it's fun when I do it, but it's still intimidating. Totally. Um, what were what were some of the things that kind of helped you um, overcome those fears or, uh, or kind of overcome that intimidation at first? I think Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Peer pressuring from Emily. But um, I've always, recently I've looked at my fears um, – or irrational and rational mm -hmm. and I think you know good wave I've been scared of good wave here in Columbus where the World Cups will be forever mm -hmm. um, totally irrational fear what's gonna happen to me there's nothing behind it I might flip upside down but I've been rolling since I was 11 right. I'll be fine um, and then there's like rational fears where there's a danger or you might mm -hmm. get hurt or injured or whatever and I think looking at it in that um, in that way has helped a lot yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, that's, it's exactly how I kind of analyze uh, fear as well a little bit. So I, I kind of like how you're, you're analyzing it, and it's, it's the same way that, that I try to do so. Um, and, it, yeah, I mean, I think anybody that kind of has that fear, analyzing it that way is, is the ideal way to, yeah. the easiest way maybe to kind of overcome fears and, and overcome uh, doubt or anything like that. It isn't always easy when you're, no. when you're, well, it, it still isn't easy at any age, yeah. but especially when you're like young, yeah. because trying to, you know, differentiate the difference between like what is danger and what is feared, you know, mm -hmm. what is real and what is, what is fake and what is like kind of made up. Yeah. Um, and, uh, especially as, as a young kid, like every, you're still experiencing everything and you're trying to figure out like, okay, what, what's like an actual, you know, tangible danger what's what's more of just like fear that I'm just like more nervous about so yeah I, I also want to hear how traveling has um kind of uh, affected your life as a whole because when we first met and you were seven or nine or mm -hmm. however old you were in Lyons uh you guys lived in Lyons Colorado that's where you lived right in Boulder yeah, yeah. oh you lived in Boulder okay. yeah same ne thing near, yeah. near Lyons yeah um and but eventually you guys kind of like your parents sold the house, packed up, and you guys moved into an RV. So how, how has that whole, explain, I guess, that whole, you know, the last 10 years of traveling. Has it been 10 years or? I think we're like eight or nine. Eight or yeah. nine years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Explain your kind of journey into the, the RV lifestyle and, <laughs> and maybe some of the, the biggest gains that you've got from the ability to just kind of travel around in the RV. Yeah, I think the biggest gain is traveling around, kayaking with everyone here that's in the parking lot in Columbus, you mm -hmm. know, you guys and um, all the other pro athletes that I've gotten to train and hang out with mm -hmm. um, has definitely been like the biggest gain. Um, I think when you travel, you get experience a bunch of different cultures and perspectives and lifestyles and everything. And um, you live more open-mindedly, maybe is the best mm -hmm. way to say that. And yeah. Um, you just treat everything differently. And I'm really grateful for all the opportunities I've had to see different um, ways to train and paddle and live and everything. I think it's definitely shaped me into who I am now and will continue to shape me as I travel more. I love that answer. And I mainly love it because one that I have a very similar idea <laughs> of the fact that it, it, I'm grateful for the opportunities of travel and the fact that it opens up my eyes to different ways that people live and experience life and, you know, eat or, or exercise or whatever. Um, but I also love the fact that I'm thinking of you almost as like a further ahead version of like where my kids might be, you know, in, in whatever, 10, 15 years time. And I've always hoped that 
the ability to travel that like one year that they'll look back on it and be grateful for the fact that we've been able to do it because right now I'm pretty sure they're just like they don't know any different because it's just like all we've ever done Um, and so I hope at some point in their life they can look back and be like oh yeah I'm grateful for the ability to travel because when you guys so you were in like normal school Mm -hmm. when you left yeah were you ever like bummed that you had to leave school and leave your friends and stuff because Emily my wife she also grew up for whatever it was eight years traveling full-time in an RV like you guys and at first, she wasn't super stoked on it because she had to leave all her all of her friends from school and and like the ability to travel. It was more of like a past thing where like after after the fact, you look back and you're like, oh, that was awesome, and and I love all the experiences and and everything that I was able to learn and gain from it. But maybe like immediately, you're kind of like, no, I, I'd much rather be with my friends at school. So how was that transition for you, or were you immediately stoked to just like jump in the RV and go, or did your parents even like have that conversation with you, like, hey? what are your thoughts on leaving school or like, Hey, we're, we just sold the house and you've got no option. We're just getting yeah. in the trailer and going. Um, so it all started cause my parents wanted to move from Boulder, Colorado to Buena Vista. So we wanted to go live in the mountains. So we were going to move. Okay. Got and it. So we packed up the house and we we're going to move and they're like, well, if we're going to move, we should go for a week long road trip and mm. then a month long road trip and then six months. And then finally like, okay, we're going to go for a year. And so it was only supposed to be a year and then we we're going to move back into the house. And at first I was like, what am I going to do with my friends? But I was already feeling that way because we were changing schools anyways. We were moving anyways. Right. So it wasn't a question of whether or not I keep my friends. It was just where we're living. And um, my for the first year on the road, my parents got me a phone so I could stay in touch with my friends in Boulder, which I think was the best thing they could have done to yep. make that transition smoother. Um, and then after a year, we all loved it so much that we just kept traveling and going. My parents still look at house houses and properties in Buena Vista mm-hmm. every time we're there, but um, they haven't gotten one yet. So we're still on the road, um, which is awesome. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Was it, was it like after the year, was it like, oh, we'll do like another six months or another year? Or was it after a year, you're like, oh, let's just do this indefinitely because this is way better. I honestly don't know. Yeah. I think it might have been like, oh, we'll go for another month and then yeah. another month. And then it was just like, why put a time cap on it? Because this is going really well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, traveling around definitely is phenomenal, and I love doing it. And I love doing it with with you and your and your parents. Yeah, uh, we've we've done some really fun adventures. Definitely. Um, I'm trying to think. Maybe down in Florida when we did uh, the dry tortugas, that was like one of my favorite trips yet. I want to go back there for sure. Me too. Um, so <clears throat> after traveling around your like whatever the last eight years of your life now, you have become a phenomenal paddler. Uh, just won the world championship, so you're fresh off a win, getting the the WC title under your belt. Now we're going into World Cups here. What's what's kind of training looking like for you, uh, and how's everything going uh, for World Cups in like the next week week and a half? It's going really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been paddling a lot. It's really hot. I, we had to figure out how to do that. At one point, we bought ice packs, and we were like trying to figure out if we could tape them to us. <laughs> that made our session go any better. It didn't help. We put our rash guards before we paddled in a cooler. That also didn't help. <laughs> um, we've been going a little crazy with the heat, but um, yeah, sure. it's been going really good. I'm actually, um, I am technically still a junior, but I'm competing in the senior class for awesome. World Cups. Um, the next World Championships, I'll be a senior, so I figured it was the best experience. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have any pressure or expectations going into it. I just want to paddle my best and see how it goes. And I'm really excited to paddle with all the ladies that I've looked up to forever. That's super cool. And so, so next year, the World Championships, 
because of COVID, there was like a whole delay mm -hmm. with the last world championships. They got pushed a year. And so this, this year we go back to back worlds, uh, world championships, back to back events in the world cup and world championships the same year. So we did England this year. We're doing world cup this fall. And we do the world championships here again in Columbus next fall. Uh, so next year you'll be in the senior women's. Exactly. And so I think training and competing here as almost like a like a pre-run or like a think of it really as a training round for the world championships next year is a great mentality, great way to, to look at it. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, you've also been training with uh, Audelie Robinson Shaw, who is the current world champion as well mm -hmm. uh, in the seniors. How's that been going training against, you know, maybe one of your biggest uh, competitors? It's been amazing. We both share the same coach, and so we learn the same way, and our coach puts, puts us, Dennis Newton is our coach, and mm -hmm. he puts us together, and we work together and bounce ideas off of each other, and it's been really cool. We both elevate each other up, which is an experience I haven't really had before with someone my age, mm -hmm. and so it's been really special, and I think we're both really grateful for our relationship. I, I think that's one of the best things to do is to find someone to do any sport or any activity with, uh, whether it be a hobby or whether it be, you know, a professional sport career. Um, I found throughout my entire career that I always excelled when I had someone pushing with me that I could go and we would be training, you know, practically the same way and, and go train together and, and uh, study together and analyze things together. And it's been different people kind of throughout the, gosh, it's almost been 20 years now of paddling. Um, but to have that person is so ideal. Um, Absolutely. And I think it's awesome that, that you're doing it with, not only finding someone to do it with, but to, to do it with the fellow uh, current world champion is, yeah. I mean, it's going to be one of the, the best ways to just continue to excel as fast as possible. Absolutely. Uh, what are, uh, so, I mean, we're going into the World Cup, we're going into the World Championships next year. What, what, at 18, what is this whole like outlook? What what does the next three to five years look like for you? Are is is university part of it? Are you going to go to college? Do you know what you're going to study, or you're just like, hey, I'm a pro kayaker and I'm just going to do this for the next little while and I'll figure life out later on. So traveling, my parents work full time. Mm -hmm. They own their own business. And so I always had to balance my training schedule around their work schedule and vice versa. Um, and obviously, I'm really grateful they worked. And I totally understood that we had to go other places because um, that's how we paid for our travels and for mm -hmm. my time to train. But now that I'm 18, I'm excited to focus purely on kayaking and just see how far I can take it. Um, I've been working on my social media and um, trying to build that uh, to support myself. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. No, that's super cool. I, I was, uh, I had a, a definitely a similar journey when I was 18. Um, I didn't travel around with my parents, but I traveled around with my now wife's parents for a little <laughs> bit. Um, but mainly Emily and I had just gotten a car and, and she had an, a Subaru that I think uh, she got from her uncle. Um, and we just traveled around and did the same thing and tried to figure out this whole like kayaking thing. As my idea was at 18 anyway, still kind of is to this day, <laughs> that I was like, oh, I could go to school, you know, whenever I want in life. You know, there's no age cap on going to college or university. Uh, and, and I can study any program or anything that I want. So I'm just going to, you know, chase my dreams, follow my passion right now. And I'll just do that in as long as I can. And then if I have something else that I want to, you know, pursue later on, and I'll go pursue that later on. So I think that's super cool that you're just 
doing what you want and and i wish you the absolute best of luck with everything in your journey in life uh Thank you. with your professional sports uh your kayaking the world cup here in a couple weeks and the world championships next year i'm going to move us on to the next part of the show and yeah. fire a couple quick questions on uh that i ask all of my guests um call this part the fire round so perfect get, get ready for I'm ready. it Abby. um <laughs> first question is do you have a favorite quote in life or a, or a current quote that maybe you live by? Oh, I don't know. This, there's so much pressure. <laughs> um, not right now. Not right Blanken. now? No, yeah. that's all good. Yeah. Do, you, do you by chance have a favorite book or current book that you read? Or do you read? Do okay. kids even read anymore at 18? Do you read or do you just TikTok? I do read. I just got a Kindle. I've been there reading. Online school completely killed reading for me. I haven't read in forever, mm -hmm. but I miss school and I miss learning. And so I thought it was a good time to get a book and read. So I'm taking book suggestions. I'm loving the book list from friends. Awesome. Um, definitely wanting to get back into reading. Have um, you read, okay, a book that I would suggest and I suggest this still lots of athletes is thinking body dancing mind have you read that one i haven't but okay. i'll put it on my list it's yeah. definitely a worthy book especially uh before the world championships next year cool uh it's a good one awesome Thank um you. what uh yeah it's hard for me to ask this next question because you're only 18 and you're so young but if you could go back in time to the gosh, the 15-year-old version of you that's like three years ago. What about like the 13-year-old version of you, which is still only five years ago? <laughs> but um, if you could go back in time to like the 13-year-old version of you, what advice would you give yourself? Mm. I think I would say it's okay to be scared as long as it doesn't hold you back from what you want to do and what you love. Um, to go to the gym so you don't get as many injuries and to just keep doing what you love and paddling hard and everything will work out. I love that, Abby. That is amazing. Um, what, uh, um, yeah, no, I was going to say, what's the best way for anybody to kind of reach out and follow along if they want to check you out on social media or just kind of follow along your journey? Yeah, I'm on Instagram at adventurous.miss. Adventurous.miss. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, I encourage everybody out there to go check out Abby Holcomb on Instagram. Give her a follow. She's got some pretty amazing content, lots of pogo flips <laughs> and flat water loops. Yep. Uh, mainly pogo flips, but it's, yep. but it's really cool. Um, also, uh, something that I try to do as much as I can for all my guests, because I get so much value out of just these conversations, is I want to try to provide as much value as I can. So is there anything currently, Abby, that you're focusing on that I might be able to help you out with or possibly even my listeners? My offside back blunt. <laughs> I need some coaching. Okay. Okay. We'll go out this yeah, afternoon. Maybe I'll, some I'll yeah. try to give you some, some yeah. pointers. The I can do it. I just, I, I do the same side over and over again. I am not aware. Oh, like you, you like I can you, do it. I just which I don't. one's your onside and which one's your offside? Do you remember? I think left is my offside. Maybe okay. I'm not sure. Okay, I'll I'll, yeah. I'll well, watch we'll this afternoon. We'll yeah. work on it. Yeah. The best way to the, when I try to when I get stuck on a move, mm. um, I'll like practice it in the flat water before yeah. I go into the features mm. so that I'm like almost like to like drill it into like that muscle memory into my mind. Yeah, uh, and then and then I go out on the wave and try and do it then. So maybe try that. Like maybe try the flat water offside backstabs in yeah. the flat water? I don't know. 
When I get it, it's really good. I just go for the other side every time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll work on that this afternoon. Awesome. Uh, Thank you again so very much for joining me, Abby. This was a super fun conversation. I wish you the absolute best. For all my listeners out there, I hope you got some value out of this conversation. Uh, Please go give Abby a follow and stay tuned for the upcoming World Cup and the World Championships next year here in Columbus, Georgia. Thank you guys so very much for tuning in and for listening. And if you guys haven't already, please, if you guys could share this out with one person, uh, somebody that you think might need to hear this, it would greatly help build our community and collective and would be greatly appreciated by me. So thank you guys for doing that. I am Nick Troutman here with Abby Holcomb in Columbus, Georgia, signing off, wishing you all a truly awesome day. Cheers. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, essential plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.